back with Vershawn Jackson on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. All right, Bach, you better stop before they ban us. All right. Papa was a rolling stone. Uh, Badge, you still there? Yes, sir. Okay, Badge, so so, did the weight room go away? Did you guys use the weight room, or is that something of the past for basketball players? Man, we was was part of of Boyd Epley. So, Paul Coke was our strength coach, and um, Jack Nikolai was our – you know, as far as a physical and everything too, but uh, we we lift weights the minimum two times a week. But you know, at the beginning of the season, we we did it three times on the weekend. You know what I'm saying? And then, you know, we had we had to be in there. Um, and I love being in there. You know what I'm saying? I really did. And I think that's what UNL's missing. Um, I watched the game last night, Kansas Oklahoma, and Oklahoma's winning down the stretch. But the physical play of Kansas the last two minutes was ridiculous. The physical play really won them the game. It really did. It overtook Oklahoma. And Oklahoma played a great game. But the physical rebounding, the physical um, getting to the bucket, it, it, it totally showed. And I don't think that's what Nebraska doesn't have is the physical attitude. I mean, you remember some of the players when we was playing, I mean, from Bruce Chubbick to myself, Strickland, and – T. Lou and, you know, Derek Chandler and all those guys. I mean, people was physically, we, we was physically nice size. You know what I'm saying? So I think, like you said, we touched on it. And, the, and Fred Hoiberg is the right person for the job. I see I see the change. You, you, I mean, a couple losses or whatever, but he's he's going upward fast, way better than – I've always had a – I've always been a fan of Fred because we play together in high school, and then in college. But Fred's other teams had pieces of what he's doing now, but he's still he's still finding the right nucleus. Now I do feel that he got to get away from getting all these guards, these little three or four blocks. I don't even care about the points, but defend the basket. So that's one of the things. But as far as the weight room, yes, they definitely need to be in the weight room. And, yes, we was in the weight room on a consistent basis. We loved the summer. We lived in the weight room during the summer. I mean that that was it. I mean, conditioning and because that's when players are made in the summer. Terrence is why does it seem like it's been so hard to keep a big man at Nebraska, or to even have one that that's dominant? Because it's, a, it's because right now Nebraska is more guard based. I mean, think about it. All the. <laughs> You never hear about a big man having a double-double like that. You never hear a big, big man having an explosion of 25, 30 points. Last night for Kansas, prime example, their big man had 25 and 11. You know what I'm saying? And he's six foot five. He's not even really a big man. You know what I'm saying? So you got to get out of being all guard, and you got to be able to, you know, have every position feel like, um, you know, what are that, a depth chart of three. 
two to three. You know, you got to have another backup. And that was the thing that most successful teams, they have another backup for the top five, the second five, and then if they have to, they got interchangeables. Players that can play multiple positions. You know what I'm saying? And that's just it. I don't think that Nebraska has a lot of players that can play multiple positions because of their size and because of their impact. And what I mean by impact, you know, are they strong enough to get to the bucket? Are they, can they finish? Are they qualified to be that player to take that game-winning shot? Can we run a set offense instead of that damn triangle to, to get, get to, where, to where we need to be? Do we have a press? What is our identity? We don't have an identity. With Nebraska, when I was playing, we had an identity. One, we're going to run on you like it's no tomorrow. Two, we have shooters. Three, we can beat you in the paint, too. We have defenders. I remember when Strickland was playing, he started to slap on the floor. When he slapped the floor, everybody mm-hmm. had to slap the floor. That means it's time to lock up. Mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. see that. Mm-hmm. I don't see no identity. So when you talk about giving somebody the black shirts, for what? Do do. Is the full court press out? Is that a thing of the past? The full court press is not out. It's just um, your personnel. If you if you're not running the full court press, now y'all think about this. If you're not running the full court press, that means you don't believe your team can handle it. Your team can get back into a set to defend it because the full court press is all aligned to slow the ball down. Slow the ball down basically take time off the clock. If you have a great team, the full course is to get steals and get fast breaks. You know what I'm saying? The big men are there for support, and that's the, the one at the top of the key and the one that's guarding the basket and the three up front. You know, but otherwise than that, if you don't run a press, even man-to-man, if you don't get up and press the ball, what was the model for Sean when we were at South? If you could turn your man two times before half court, am I correct? I don't see anybody mm-hmm. turning anybody like that two or three times. Nope. I don't you see anybody trapping. You, you, huh? No, no one's trapping the ball. I mean, I mean, correct. like, like making an effort to trap the ball. That's the defense. Okay, so when you watch Kansas, do you ever notice this? Kansas, North Carolina, Kentucky. Their first pass, what are they doing? They're trapping it, no matter what. Your back is against the half court, and your back against the sideline, and you have two dudes square. You already know it's coming. I don't see that. Their identity is they're going to trap the first pass. The first pass they're going to trap. Now, you get out of it in the rotation. That's when you can beat them because it's, you know what I'm saying, it's basically four, four on three. There's no identity. Oh, yeah, but how do we to get big? Day, we, we, no. Go ahead. We have to be able to get a dominant big man. NIL. We, we, we got to get a know, big I man, think, right? I think Fred's working with it. The portal is so awesome. The portal is going to handicap a lot of great teams, which I'm excited about, because we need a new – we don't need it like the TCU game. We don't need it like that. But we need – you know what I'm saying, different teams in that front force. I mean, we needed Nebraska back into where they where they belong. If that portal, if you dive into that portal, you got to find someone that's starving to go somewhere to be the star. So now it's the selling point. We're going to get you the ball. 
we're going to get you. We're going we're gonna to make you this person. You know, Danny D was excellent in that. Man, I came to Danny D. I thought I was, you know, had my own apartment, and you know what I'm saying? I was driving a Mercedes and everything. He sold it like it was no tomorrow. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But Yeah, y'all had, y'all had NIL, though, back then, Bats. Y'all had that good NIL back then. <laughs> Whatever, See, man. Hey, could you imagine? No, could you imagine you guys? Could you imagine you guys in this climate? Well, say that one more time. Could you imagine you guys, everybody that you play basketball with? Right, I was there during that time. Yeah, in this climate. Yeah, and Danny needs to coach. Yes. How much? How much money you think you get? Oh, <laughs> we'll probably. I mean, everybody probably about sixty, seven thousand a year easily. Low ball. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> High ball. I mean, think about it too. You know, there were players on there that was so liked and so viewed. I mean, from anywhere from Pikowski to Jerron to Strickland to Chubbick. Shoot, 120, 130, 200,000 a year. Mm. I mean, you got to think Podkowski played about, in the league for how, how long? How about how about all the how about all the um, endorsements? Mm. T. Lou played in the league for how long? Strick did. Strick did. Who, did. We, we could, uh, who else did? Vince played yeah. overseas for twenty years. Strick Strickland. Pikowski, Mikey Moore were the longest. And Teron Lou. You yep. remember Mikey played in the league too. Mikey was in the league for nine years. Yep. I'll, I'll, ne- I'll never forget two, that. Mikey Moore had two contracts. There was two contracts that was huge. Mikey signed with uh I want to say New Jersey. No, yeah, New Jersey for three years, nine million. And only played a year and a half because he couldn't make it on time, so they end up paying him. Seven million. He walked away. Then he played wow. with somebody else. The same scenario. Two years and like eight million, and they let him go after a year and a half. He did that so much, but he he profited off of it. <laughs> he did, but he played I mean, nine years. Guaranteed contracts. And he guaranteed I mean, contracts. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. No. Dang, Mikey. No wonder why I can't get in touch with Mikey. He's got so much money. He's like, no uh-uh. one can. He probably got his own reptile farm because that boy loves some snakes and all the other crazy stuff. But and they said he still has it anyway. I would <laughs> so, love to know, talk to Mikey um, Moore. I would love to talk to Vincent Hamilton because Vincent, um, my my senior year, I love I love the whole teammate, but Vincent, Teron, and Mikey were so before their time. Vincent Hamilton was nice. I mean, you know, he came from Oak Hill. And people don't remember mm-hmm. that. He came from Oak Hill. And he just he just had skills. He just had skills. Jimmy Williams was the one who made Mikey Moore. And he and he ended up being an NBA assistant, but a recruiter. But Mikey Moore came as a big foot, clumsy, horrible basketball player. He was just so skinny and pushed around to this great player my that catch anything off the bounce, man. Could turn and do left hand jab, right hand jab. And was strong, but was skinny. Strong. Mikey Moore, remember the hurdles he used to have in the weight room? 
you go had to go underneath them, the stretch, like Ben mm-hmm. to go underneath them. Mikey Moore could do yep. that like it was no tomorrow. Six foot eleven. Wow. <laughs> Six eleven. Yeah, I remember when Mikey Moore took off on K State. I still got that picture, and it, oh, it, yeah. for us, it looked like he took off from the free throw line, and he was in the air yeah. for a long time. And I, I mean, we supported the basketball team, uh, and, and and we'll get into this a little bit later, Badge. I, I'm I'm kind of out of time, but uh, I remember. No I wonder if the football team supports the basketball team like we did. You know, are, are 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 they supporting each other across sports lines? I think that's something I definitely want to talk about. Bash, what's your last minute thoughts? Keep believing. I, I really think that um, Fred has something good, and I think that he's going to shock a lot of people. I think this they're going to get placed in a sense they can still make some room. They can still go to the NCAA. They can still go to NIT. I still think there's. I mean, and keep believing in him because he's doing what he needs to do, regardless of what people think. I think he's the right person, and he should be here. And he's only going to make Nebraska, Nebraska basketball, a better. I really do believe that. Well, I appreciate that. That's number forty-three, Terrence Badge. Badge, don't be a stranger. I'm, I'm gonna call you. Don't even worry about it. Don't even worry about it. I'm, I'm liable to call you and prank call you right on air. All right, man. Love y'all, man. Appreciate y'all. Appreciate it, Terrence. That's Terrence Badgett, number 43, uh, captain, the basketball team. I think we got to talk basketball a lot more often. This is just not a football show. We talk all sports, all things. Bach, what y'all got coming up on the water cooler? Well, I, 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 of course, Rico's going to jump in with me. Uh, the Heisman odds are out for next year, and there's a former Husker, or not a former Husker, a current Husker on that list. It's hard for you to think of it, so I'll have, I'll let you guys think over a break who Thompson? that would be. Now, I'm not going to say who it was, but uh, surprised me. Oh, I got to listen to the show. You got to listen to the show, yeah. <laughs> That's the tease. <laughs> hey, hey, thank y'all for riding with us. Thank Terrell Farley for sharing his story, for being the, the tough guy that he is and, and being disciplined enough to know when to walk away. Thank you, Bob, for riding with us. Ticket, Captain, we out. Holla at your boy, dog. Thank goodness it's Friday tomorrow. No. <laughs>